Hello and welcome to Life with Francie podcast, a place where you will find all kinds of conversations like mental health, self-care, self-love, trauma, hobbies, and more. With this podcast, I want to create a community where we support one another to get to the next level in personal and business life. Hope you enjoy this episode. Now, let's get this show started. On today's episode, I have to control my emotions. I am so excited. And if you have heard other past episodes, I'm always speaking about Women in Podcasting Group. That community is amazing. And today I have the pleasure to interview Jennifer. I yet forgot to ask her how to pronounce her last name, but you guys already know that I'm, I'm a hot mess. <laughs> Anyways, Jennifer is the owner of Women in Podcasting, which is the website. She has a Facebook group, YouTube channel, podcast, and more. She's truly amazing, and I am so grateful for her community because he has helped me so much in this podcasting journey. So now let's get into it. Um, thank, you, Jen- thank you, Jennifer, for coming on my show. So tell us, what is life with Jennifer? Ooh, thank you so much. What an intro. Thank you so much, Francie. It's my absolute pleasure and honor to be here and to have you in the group. And I just love connecting with you there. And thank you for having me on your show. You are very welcome. Your community is amazing and all the tools that you share. And I love how every day you have a theme. So tell us more uh, how that was created, your mission started. Yeah, yeah. Well, my journey started when my husband had a near-death accident and I, I was at a, um, I was at work at the worst phone call anyone could receive. It was his boss. And he, and he said, you've got to come to the hospital right away. Your husband's been in a bad accident. And all the way to the hospital, I was thinking to myself, I don't want to lose my best friend today. I'm not going to lose my best friend today. And when I got there, I, I, I didn't even recognize him. He was crushed by 12,000 pounds of wood. And um, thankfully, he survived. He had a punctured lung. He was left with multiple injuries. And the weeks and months and years to follow were extremely difficult for our whole family, and especially on him. But his bravery and his courage to keep going and and recovering and working through things was so touching to me. And, And, you know, it was a long journey of recovery. But during that time, I actually it helped me, it, it was, it was devastating, really blew up our life, but it also reignited something in me. You know, I, I thought to myself, I, I don't want to just keep living in a way that I don't want to live anymore. So I was doing a job I didn't want to do. I had a side gig as my business. And at that time, I finally decided, hey, I'm going to go, um, you know, turn my part-time side gig into my, I want to make that my full-time income. And plus I had to drive him around to a lot of doctor's appointments and things like that. And so what happened was, um, what one of the things that really stood out to me and really touched me was the communities my husband was involved in before his accident now came around and rallied around him. And one of the things he did in the community was he's, he was a, a volunteer football coach and a volunteer football announcer. And so coaches and players would come around and say, we're here for you, Coach Paul. And they would encourage him. And they embraced him and and really helped us all through the whole situation. And so that touched me so much. And I thought, I don't have that in the entrepreneur community. And so I wanted to just connect. I just wanted connection. 
you know, because I had found I had become very isolated. I was stuck. I was stuck behind my screens. I was stuck in life. I was stuck in business and my career, everything. And so I just wanted to have connection, like meaningful connection, you know? And so I invited some business owners to lunch one day. And to my surprise, to my surprise, 50 business owners showed up. And the little room that I had reserved was overflowing with people. And, and I could see there was a need for deeper connection in a lot of people. To my surprise, it wasn't just me, right? And so that one meeting turned into a group and that group turned into a full network. And I ended up having chapters all throughout my region in different cities. And I trained leaders to lead the different chapters. And it continued to grow because people wanted to connect. And guess what? For anyone who's listening, people want to connect with you. Sometimes we feel we're alone. There's, there's no one out there, but there are other people out there. You'll be surprised if you make that call. And what I found out was you have to be part of a community for anything to work. And you need to show up if you want to be helped, because if you want to be helped, you need to show up to get that help, right? You can't yeah. just sit isolated by yourself and expect it to come from nowhere. So when you show up, that's most of the challenge. And then once you're there, other people will come around. It's just really surprising how that works. And I saw it time and time and time again, where people would come in, they had isolated themselves. And before you know it, they were networking and getting to know lots of people and reconnecting in community and society. And it's so valuable to our well-being to be connected. And because, you know, we can keep hustling on that island alone day in, day out. But it's really more fulfilling to connect with other people and take the journey together and walk side by side with other people along the same journey. So that's how it started for me is that I created that community. And then I ended up selling that network. I had done planned and promoted over 500 events in that time over a number of years. And then, and then everything went online and then the pandemic happened. I sold that network and then the pandemic happened. And so it was just timely for me to go take my whole business online. And I decided I had been studying podcasting, Francie, <clears throat> pardon me, for 10 years. And what? I kept putting that, yeah, for 10 years. And I kept putting that on the back burner and I kept putting it on the back oh burner. My God. Yeah. And so, <laughs> and so for me, I had taken action on a lot of other things. I had built that network from 2012 is when I finally went part-time to full-time and I haven't worked for anyone since. And, and I was only able to do it because I created that community after my husband's accident. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, for us to, to really, really um, scale, to expand, to really make it happen, you need to be part of a community. Wow. And that's I, what led me to create Women in Podcasting. Yeah, I love it. There's so much that I can relate. It's like, um hopefully talking to a version of me in the future if that makes any sense because that's pretty much me you know looking for that community I have three families but they're in Puerto Rico so I'm here in Kansas by myself so a community is very important to me and um being in a corporate job that is the golden um handcuffs is what it's called because you got great pay you got great benefits but you have no life 
So I can understand that and not being in a job that fulfills you, that you need to have that connection and talk about meaningful things. I can talk to my uh, a friend for like five minutes and about the sky because I don't do small conversations, but I can talk about dreams, entrepreneurship, podcasting for hours. <laughs> so I do also, you know, you, I look for that connection and we definitely can find it in your community because the, um, the woman in there are like truly badasses and just so awesome. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, I, I try to foster a culture of collaboration over competition. That's always what I've tried to do and for people to connect because if people can just connect, things will happen, magic will happen. You'll get momentum. It'll start to magnetize and you'll just attract more of those kind of people into your life that want to help you. You can help others. And it's just a very fulfilling experience being isolated and, um, you know, invisible. It makes you feel invisible, right? And we all want to have more impact and we want to be ignited and feel that passion come alive and live that in the world. So when we, when we ignite our passion and we're actually living it, that's our purpose. That's when we're, our purpose comes to be is when we're living our passion in the world. I can't believe too that you spent 10 years studying about podcasting and not having a podcast, yes. but I can relate because I spent six years listening to podcasts mm -hmm. and learning about podcasts. And then the past two years, I was like, I'm going to have a podcast. And my friends were like, just hit record. Like, why you keep talking about it? Just do it. <laughs> And now it's eight months in, 70 episodes, because wow. I love podcasting. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's my passion. I'm not a morning person. That's what I thought for 34 years. Well, I schedule interviews at eight o'clock in the morning, and I'm just the happiest. I was like, I didn't know that there was this frenzy. <laughs> That's amazing. What a story. That's really amazing. Yeah, doesn't connection just make all the difference and, and deeper connection, meaningful connection yes. with people. Um, so you went and just build a, a group, a business? How did all that go about? So it started, so I had my business called Inspired Influencers. And, and that from that, I made these brands of these different groups. So initially, I had created a, a network, a business network in my region. I, I'm from Vancouver, BC, Canada. And oh, so nice. it was in cities all throughout my area. And then now with women in podcasting for the first couple of years up until recently, it was just a brand under my inspired influencers company. Now, right now, as we're speaking, a new site is being launched, Francie, just for women in podcasting.net. So it's going to be its own entity. So you can find that at women in podcasting.net. Awesome. Yeah. Any links and that we talk about, I will put it in the show notes. Oh, great. Yeah. Yes. So, so we have a, we yeah, have a podcast. Go ahead. Yeah. We have a podcast for that one too. So I started with the inspiring influencers show with my husband. We co-hosted and interview various thought leaders on mindset and marketing. And then I started this one a few months after that for the women in podcasting group specifically called women in podcasting show. 
Yeah, I seen some interviews on YouTube and I have listened to your podcast too. <laughs> oh, wonderful. And now I have to look, you said influencer, uh, what was it? Inspiring, inspiring influencer show. Inspire yeah. influencer. Yep. I definitely have to look for that one too. I love it. <laughs> uh, so what other services um, do you offer within the woman in podcasting community? So we just launched a mastermind level. I've done masterminds in the in the past, group coaching, uh, mastermind style group to help people move to the next level. Because a lot of people, they'll go so far. Once you once you've done a podcast, I really like how when when people are doing podcasts, that kind of means they're a little more committed. They've taken the brave risk of using their voice, you know, and they've taken that leap, and then they also have overcome some hurdles with the technical stuff. So that really shows they're ready to go to the next level. Right. And so that's, I love working with podcasters because they are committed to the journey of, you know, you know, sharing their message throughout the world and they want to move to the next level. And so that's what the mastermind is all about is really working with people on a bit of a deeper level because the, the lower cost women in podcasting uh, network membership is only $7 a month. And that gives everybody access to a directory listing and all the tools, but the, the um, mastermind level helps people to, you know, where we get, get to connect and actually help people move to their next level that they're, they're trying to reach. I am so excited for it because um, like I said, you know, I have learned so much from all the resources that you already have just in your group and podcast and YouTube that is for free. And then I, what I am part of the $7 membership. And I already said that I'm going to upgrade it. It's just that I, I was doing overtime. So I didn't have the time to take in all the resources that you have, but then with a mastermind and then have other like-minded individuals working on the same goals or even, you know, different goals, but the same mission that is to monetize our podcast for some, or just to get their message out to offer their services. So I, I love that. And I just, I can't even imagine like how much is going to help people to get to the next level as me just on eight months. I feel like a pro. I feel like a professional out here. And it's thanks to a woman in podcasting group. Oh, that's so nice. Thank you for sharing that. Well, you will be able to help a lot of people because we need to get more women podcasting. We need to get more women voices in the podcasting space because it's still male dominated. And we need male, we need women and non-binary to use their voice, to express their message and to, you know, get online and get your voice out there. Because once you start a podcast, as you know, Francie, you can distribute it in so many places. It can get out there into the world in so many places and just getting over that hurdle of setting up, you know, isn't it funny that you and I both wanted to do a podcast so badly and we put it off for so long and so many women we all do that to ourselves about something at some point and we need to encourage each other to be brave and use your voice and take that leap yep i a thousand percent agree uh i am a huge procrastinator <laughs> so that's a huge part of it and like you mentioned the technical side it will intimidate a lot of people but there's so many resources. I mean, I call he headliner app, my virtual assistant. 
Um, <laughs> I have your resources that is like a life coach, you know, because I'm, I'm being self-coached through your um, um, resources. Uh, pot mesh to get my interview guests and uh, a little bit of money with the affiliate link. So it's like there's so many things out there to make your journey a little bit easier. Like it doesn't have to be so complicated. And we make it complicated because of the technical side. I don't even do editing on my uh, podcast. It's like... <laughs> Jesus, take the wheel. I hope this works. <laughs> yes. Well, well, that's the thing. And 10 years ago, it was much harder than it is now. It's easier than ever. And we saw during the pandemic, before the pandemic, there was, wasn't even quite a million podcasts. Now we're almost at 4 million podcasts. So the pandemic had a lot of people try podcasts. And the other thing too, is people discovered it's easier to start one because, you know, when, if you looked at it five or 10 years ago, oh, it was too hard. It looked too difficult. There was too many technical hurdles. Right. But now it is so easy. Anybody can start a podcast. And so from their phone. Yeah. So that's exciting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I actually started with my phone, just got the headset well, the cable headset earplugs. <laughs> And yeah. the audio sounded horrible. And even this one is like my first headset that I buy because one interview as a guest requested headset. But now I'm like, oh, I need to get like a bigger one with bigger thing. Anyways, it's just little things that you don't even need because you can start with your phone and just hit record. <laughs> yes, absolutely. You you, I went through a progression too of a cheaper mic and then I would upgrade my mic and upgrade my mic. You don't have to start with all the expensive equipment. See if you like it first and start with your phone, like you said, and, and then you'll, you know, you'll upgrade and upgrade your equipment and then you'll get to know things too. Once you're in the industry and connect with other people. And that's another thing too. You've probably noticed Francie, cause you're crushing it. You're doing such a great job with your po own Thank podcast you. and guesting on other, you're doing an amazing job. Like you're a perfect example of someone who's just been brave, taking that leap. And then it's working out really well. Like, like you are doing fantastic. You're so good at it. You don't, you feel like you're, you in particular are born to podcasts. Like you seem so natural at it. Uh, I do. I say um, that my biggest accomplishment before podcasting, it was that I graduated in a different country in a different language. And I think I finally past that <laughs> with podcasting wow. because I feel like that smart self again mm, that's amazing yeah that's another thing too is it really helps increase confidence and you know gives you an opportunity to use your voice get used to using your voice in different situations even outside of podcasting yeah um, I'm working on some stuff outside of the podcast uh, but mainly to tell my story I would love to tell my story but I just listened to it because I went on a podcast I actually from woman in podcasting uh, the secret life she has the secret life podcast and I went with a different name and I was able to listen to my own episode and I was like wow like I wanted to break down but I'm a male lady during the day 
and the mail lady doesn't have time to break down. She just has to go and deliver mail. I say that out of all my personalities, the mail lady and the podcaster, they got it going on. They're focused. They are, there's a roadmap and they know that no matter what happens, we're going to get through it. And now the other ones are a hot mess, but <laughs> I feel that confidence, you know, that you was talking about with the podcasting, um, and especially because I love learning. And with podcasts, you're learning every single day. If it's not about an app, you're learning about the next tool and the next whatever. So different topics, too, for different podcasts. I mean, I just love this world. I can talk about podcasting all day long. <laughs> I, well, I can't believe you're a mail, mail carrier. You know, when I was a kid, when I was growing up, I always wanted to be a mail carrier. Isn't that something? I never got the opportunity. I have a bad back, so it wouldn't have worked out for me. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I just love the idea of delivering the messages and walking throughout the day. And like, that's cool. I think that's a cool job. Now, the service part. I got it down. I love it. I love my customers. They know it. I tell all of them, you are my favorite customer. And then when they're with the neighbor, they're like, I thought I was the favorite customer. <laughs> uh, giving the packages uh, when they go on vacation and I, when they move into the neighborhood, I'm like, welcome to the neighborhood. And they're like, who are you? Do you live here? And I'm like, no, I'm just a male lady. I'm going to see you for the next few years. So let's get to know each other already. <laughs> so if I can take that part and put it in a business and like the hours that I work at work also, because I work 10 to 13 hours, depending on the day. And imagine if I put that into podcasting, if I put 12, 13 hours for six, just for six days, now, let's not talk about it a whole year, just for a month, I do six days, 12 hours on my podcast. <laughs> yep. Uh, when I, when I, when my husband had his accident and then I was finding, I really need to, I was laid off from a, a job that I had in, as a manager in a nonprofit and and I thought, I talked to my husband and I thought, I, I need to just do, if I put all my effort into my own thing, but I had 30 days, right? Because we, we had financial crunch because, um, because he wasn't working and things like that. He was very badly injured. And so I gave myself 30 days and I did it. And I couldn't believe it because, you know, all those years that I was doing the side gig, I just told myself, this is it. You have to take all that knowledge all your ideas, do it now. Like there's no more waiting. There's no more putting it off, you know, do it now. And I can't believe I did it. And I have not worked for anyone since, but it does take that brave leap. Now, not to say you should leave your job, oh, no. <laughs> but like, make sure everything's aligned, but you know what I mean? I kind of, it was, I was definitely in a crunch. It was definitely a, um, like I had to do it. I had no choice, but to do it. And it reminds me when I, went when I was when I turned 50 I went and skydived oh my god first of all how are you past 50 like that's not happening <laughs> you look gorgeous like you're still in your 40s oh thanks so much I turned 54 on Friday so I I yeah when I was 50 I went skydiving and 
it was frightening and, you know, right, but only in one, about five seconds, all the rest of it going up in the plane, that was interesting. You got to see everything. And then the only frightening part was when everybody had, it was, you've been on a plane, we've all been on a plane, right? Mm -hmm. We got up to a certain height and the door opened and people just started falling out. That was a strange sensation just to have people fall. That didn't seem natural, right? (laughs) And then, (laughs) and then it was, I was the last one. I was the only one that was um, tethered to somebody. So it was just me and the guy that was tethered. And I thought for a second, no, I'm going to tell them I, I'm not going to do it. I'm, I'm just going to land with the plane. But no, we were nudging towards the door. There's no getting out of this. And so it was just from about that point when we were nudging towards the door. And then you have to stand on a step on the outside of the plane. And the step is see-through. And you're standing on the step. And it was just that moment, the little bit, the few seconds of nudging, and then standing on that step that was the most terrifying before the leap. And then we, we fell off the plane and Francie, I'm telling you, I was shocked. It, it was, it was a falling feeling of maybe two seconds, two, three seconds. And then it just felt like floating and flying. It doesn't feel like you're falling the whole time. It just feels like you're kind of floating, like in water. It's amazing. And so there was only of the entire day there was only that five seconds of absolute fear. And isn't it interesting? It's just the five seconds before the leap. And so I remember that throughout everything in my life. Look, <laughs> you, you feel terrified, but on the other side of that fear, as the saying goes, on the other side of the fear is all the good stuff, right? Because then the view, and then I had the gumption to raise my head and look around and the view. So I'm floating. I'm just feel like I'm flying and floating and then seeing this spectacular view and then landing was amazing too and like it was just an incredible experience so I remember that every time I come up against something that I'm procrastinating about that I feel fearful about and I remind myself oh there's something good on the other side of this wow girl you told that story so good I can't (laughs) wait to go skydiving and I hate the idea (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> going skydiving but now the way that you described it I was like I can't wait <laughs> but I do get it you know I, I can even picture it as she was describing it because she did so good describing it and that pretty much is it yeah I can't take that leap yeah I got $50,000 in debt so I gotta fix that before I leave and I want to be uh, making money and all and I have to be petty when I leave like that's a rule. So I just can't wait. I've been planning that day, but I can't wait to take that leap. And, but I, at least that's the podcast is about bringing people that have already did the jump, took a leap and enjoyed the view. So it can give hope to somebody else that is even just thinking about um, going skydiving to keep going the metaphor. <laughs> Uh, so that, that's the reason of the podcast, you know, like, Hey, this is where I'm at, or, um, this is where my guest is at, um, that is already at top. Um, we can pull you up if you want to, you know, just reach out to us. Um, I don't know how many times I have said about the woman in podcasting group on my podcast on other episodes, but like, I hope that my listeners are like going and checking that community that, uh, it doesn't matter. It could be a, writing a book. 
and you have the resources and you have the platform to help you get your book out there. You don't have to have a podcast. You can be a guest on podcasts to get your message out too. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. You know, my platform, when I built the network and that's great, I love everything you've said there. So good. You know, we want to encourage people because even if you have your job, you can, you can still work your passion and purpose on the side. Like you're doing so beautifully, so beautifully. And so when my, when my husband had his accident, I helped him go from an injured mill worker to an international speaker. He's done a Ted talk. He's written a book about our story and all of those things you can do while you're, even while you're going through a struggle, even while you're doing the job that you're trying to, you know, work your way out of and things like that. You can work on all these things to, to still help your passion and your purpose come alive in the world. Yeah. All I can say on that one, uh, once you find your passion, uh, you find the energy Mm -hmm. Because yeah. like it's, it's 8 p.m. right now uh, and I just got off of 10 hour shift and mm-hmm. I feel so energetic, but it's just because it's my passion. This is what I love. And then, of course, it's you, Jennifer. So I was like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe it. My coworkers were dying laughing because I got the message. The conversation was yesterday and I was at a picnic from work and they're having a serious conversation. I don't know. It could have been trauma or something. It was something serious. And next thing you know, I'm on my phone and I'm like, and everybody's like, what's happening? (laughs) And they're like, oh, my God, you and your podcast. (laughs) So... But it just gives me the energy. And once you find it, now your job becomes, oh, so it's so dreadful because you're like, oh, my gosh, I can be at home doing something. But you can put in the hours little by little. Uh, like I said, I work 10 hours and I at least put an hour to three hours, depending on the day for my podcast as well. That's great. That's great. Well, thank you so much for all that. And, you know, I could talk about podcasting all day too, because I just love how it unites women and unites people and, you know, gets people's message out into the world. There's so many important things that we need to say to each other and connect with each other. And so you're doing that work and it's such beautiful work. And I really feel like you and I are going to be friends. Oh, I waited for those words for eight months so I hope it's true (laughs) no I I really see us in serious note I I will stop (laughs) I will become an adult now (laughs) on serious note I do hope that we can collaborate on something in the future um because like I said I'm down for your community and I I already told everybody about it and um, I, as I'm going through the interview, like I said in the beginning, like I hope that I'm talking to like somebody in the future, a version of me in the future, because our stories, even though you, it was the accident and stuff, when it comes to the dreams and working on it and getting on, off the corporation and trying to build a community, that part are similar. So I appreciate you and uh, thank you for coming on the show. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's an absolute (laughs) joy to chat with you. Thank you so much. Uh, Do you have anything else that you would like to uh, plug in or anything for my listeners? Yeah, for you and the listeners, you know, there's a number of ways to monetize your podcast. 
I use lots of different ways and a person doesn't have to have a large audience for the methods that I use. And so I do have a free masterclass called Mini Memberships Masterclass, and it helps you to learn how to generate a monthly recurring income from your podcast and other things that you're doing, turning your expertise into extra income. And so that's a free masterclass that you can get at memberspack.com. But also, you know, I want to share your, when you release this episode, let me know because I will share it everywhere. And that's the power of being on a podcast or having a podcast is being able to share other people's messages too. So I'll be glad to do that. Thank you. And that's going to make me cry. I appreciate it. I have seen a couple of uh, guests share it already. And it's like when I'm going through Instagram or TikTok and then I see my face all of a sudden, I'm like, oh my God, look at me. <laughs> Not narcissism at all. <laughs> but uh, at the same time, you know, like made me proud. And uh, yeah, the, I don't know where I have you, but it's at, like at the end of October, beginning of November because I have been hustling between Podmatch, Woman in Podcasting, uh, She Podcast, and She Celebrated, I, I believe. Um, I've been trying to find guests, but Podmatch and uh, Woman in Podcasting are the ones that are more active that get guests want to come in. I just did, uh, oh my gosh, what's her name? Haiti de la Cruz. And she has a podcast about immigration mm -hmm. and she, we found each other in woman in podcasting and like, we are loving it. She's rocking her thing and, but she's more focused on her poetry book. I mean, she was an amazing guest that I got off of woman in podcasting. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. There's so many amazing women in the group and we've had hundreds, hundreds, if not thousands of matches, which is just incredible to have so many women connect in that way. So thank you for all the work you're doing. Thank you for being in the group. And I really appreciate you. Thank you. So um, uh, anything else? We're good. I mean, I, think that's it. <laughs> I can talk to you forever, but I just want to be respectful of your time. <laughs> but uh, if I could pick your brain for three hours, I will pick your brain for three hours. <laughs> <sighs> Anyways, uh, thank you so much for listening to another episode. Hope you enjoyed this interview as much as I did. Hope you have a blessed day. Thank you so much for listening to another episode. If you like to stay in touch or like to support me in any other way, check out my Linktree Life with Francie profile where I have all of my social media, uh, coupons for my favorite stores, and more. Also, if you like this podcast, it will mean the world to me if you share it with your friends or leave a review. God bless. Don't stress. I'll be back with another episode soon.